are listening to the Open Nesters podcast. Why be an empty nester when you can be an open nester? Open to new adventures, relationships, and passions, and your aging vitality, spirituality, and sexuality. The Open Nesters podcast, reimagining the empty nest. We're not empty nesters. We're open nesters. Our home, our hearts, our lives are open to endless possibility. Hi, this is Tessa, executive producer of the Open Nesters podcast. So happy you're joining us and welcoming you to explore your openings in Act 3. Tessa, I am... I, I can't even believe that we can say the word season four. I mean, we started this four years ago uh, in December, I think. No, January, was it? It's exactly going on four years ago, and our fourth year, actually. It's very exciting for me, and it's launching on my birthday, <laughs> January 4th. Unbelievable. I can't, I can't imagine that we even say that. And here we are, four years later, we built an incredible audience, a lot of followers, a lot of people that have been touched with our podcast, and we are embarked to embark on an incredible, incredible season ahead. You and I have learned so much in these three seasons from the guests that we've brought on. Absolutely. And from the conversations we've awakened in ourselves. And that's what I'd like to say is that oh, it's almost like, so consciousness, which I did my master's in, is, is the awareness of the awareness, experience of the awareness. And all of a sudden, we become more aware, and that's what we're hoping that these openings can provide. I agree. When I look back, uh, you know, the most meaningful episode to me, I mean, we had an incredible episode, and I'm going to tell you my favorite in a second, but the most meaningful episodes for me were the one that we had a casual, candid conversation. And we did more of those in season three, which we will be doing more of in season four because people have asked us for that. And, and since, since we've learned so much and then it became personal to us, it helps, I think it helps people frame their discussions to have more conscious communication and discussion about their choices within a couple. I mean, even if you're not a couple in a new relationship that you want to embark right. upon. Yeah. I, I, I would love to see more of those conversations. We already have many topics we're going to talk about, not only about our open relationship and our, newfound love that we have in our lives and the freedom that we give to each other, but also about how we got to where we are. And we're going to go back again and again to the genesis of how we started and where we are and what we have learned in the process. I certainly hope that our audience can learn from our experiences. Always, always I hope we learn from one another. And we've learned from our guests and we learn from you. And again, I want to open this episode by thanking you because the more we share, it becomes something that we can have conversations about. So if there's something that sparks in, our, in any looking back at our library, and if you go to our website, there is a library, there is a listen tab with a library of all of our episodes. So we're not uh, going to categorize, yeah, uh, well, I should say. No, the actual library is really easy to scroll through for season three just to go because it starts at the end. Right. And, and I'm going to, I can, if I look back at some of my favorites, actually, we opened season three with my favorite topic, which is friendship. And we did that nine was a very, very episodes. successful. We very did a successful series. Se yeah. And that series for me showed me what friendship is becoming because 
I am I'm, I'm actually I've actually been writing about it ever since and been working on this book about friendship and the idea of how these openings or these doors into friendship. And some chapters of that book will be available to our audience to download. Am exactly. I yeah, the okay, ebook good. is going to be available pretty soon, sometime in the first quarter because I'm finishing it up this winter. And and I do want to just say that there are so many ways into relationships and and into into really becoming our best selves by witnessing someone else and witnessing ourselves with that other person. So that's how we're micro. I mean, one of our episodes is actually called micro bursts of connection with Laura Silverstein. And then we had a, one of our end episodes about a love lab. So the relationship exploration is rich. It's because how do we understand how to connect more deeply? How do we, in one of the monogamous episodes, they talk about become beloved. How do we become wise and beloved to one another? Um, some of them talk about wild monogamy or dating right. as a single. So there were so many ways to look at relationships and love. Uh, we have poly elders, right. people that are looking at their, and, right. And and I should say also that you know our community is ever growing. There's so many more people joining this uh, uh, open nesting stage and reimagining the empty nest. So many of them, and uh, we we feel the growing community. And there's so many more to learn and so much. Uh, to share with others, and monogamy is it was a big one. We had several uh, episodes on monogamy, right? I think that one of my favorite was uh, was uh, uh, monogamish with uh, Molly and Joe. I believe it was uh, episode one one six. Nice, and yeah. so they also talked about kink. Am I correct? Is that the yes, one? yes, yes? They yeah, talk so about kink and how they evolve into that, and that is a. Uh, uh, does not mean that you have to, you can be kinky with with your wife in the open nesting stage. You know, we got really broad in this in season three because we went from the idea of friendships, from older friendships, spiritual friendships, um, friendships around any kind of community that we're developing in the moment, how we see each other in different episodes, to adult children, and then I, we have a series of three or four adult children that we hope to have more of right. in season four because it, they teach us. Our kids teach us and so not much. Only, not only that, we can we can the the reaction and whatever happening to our kids as they leave the the nest has a lot to do with how we feel about our own freedom during that stage, and combining that together with the feedback from the children. And the ability to explore your opportunities, that is what those episodes will bring. I, I love that one of our guests who actually gave us a testimonial uh, and loves the open nester concept, she talked about it, that being an, an open nest just was, takes was away that the... CJ? Um, yeah. No, the different, different guests had said it's not a one-way street. And, and she had mentioned that when she was going into the open nest, she thought it would be empty and, and now the concept of looking at opening is not binary. And I think in the world, we're trying to figure out how we integrate that we don't have black and white so much because the black and white of life is what has become divisive. And in this fair, in this chaotic world, I mean, we actually, I learned so much and I know you did too from even the episode in season three on love is not colorblind. That's right. That from, was, that was one of we my learned favorite about racism. Too. We understood our racism. We That's opened right. up to, um, to queer and, and poly life in ways that we're just not, none of us know unless we listen deeply. Right. A hundred percent, hundred percent. We have learned from our own guests. We learned from our own episode and we applied it to our own relationship and to our own life. 
And I want to say something that, you know, for me, when you started, Tessa, talking about ageism, when you brought the subject, I said, well, what, what are you talking about? What's ageism? I mean, and then I realized how important ageism uh, in our relationship, in the way we roll in life, the way we treat others, our younger or older, in uh, the episode that uh, uh, don't get, don't let age get in the way with Ashton uh, Applewhite was really brought it uh, haunted in. And that I, I highly suggest that if anybody's listening to that, go back to that episode and listen to Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie and uh, Kyrie and, and, and Ashton. And Ashton, that was an incredible episode. Such wise people because they opened your eyes about identity. And, and, you know, we all hear this buzz about identity and we don't know for ourselves how to explore new sides of ourselves. And that's what this opening of, of, I believe you can, we can find in act three and, 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 and to explore new passions. We have, we have PJ, we have people making choices of new passions. We have people making, even teaching us how to make choices and daring to live in a more adventuresome ways in so many of our episodes this past season, um, if you scroll down. So I, I feel like there's a, there's so much there and we are the best yeah. student. We get to be the best students with a firsthand view of, of the, of, and, and, and continue to be curious about what else is out there. What else? I mean, we are talking about 150 episodes or so, right? About 150 yeah. episodes. 150 episodes of approximately a half an hour each uh, on an average. That is, that's 75 hours of uh, teaching, of reflection, of experiences, of uh, values that are there for you to explore, I think. Don't you, don't you agree? Absolutely. And, and I think this has been such an important time. So we started this podcast at the beginning of the pandemic. And I, I invite people out there, our listeners, that if you know people who have made a big shift in their lives, whether it's because of the pandemic or as an open nester with the pandemic, even if they've been open nesters for a while, something that what shifted? I'd love to, we'd love to hear from you too, even if you want to just write to yeah. me about what shifted for you. But if someone has a great story of doing something daring and getting out there, um, and more couples who we're now interviewing who are trying to create a new beginnings, new beginnings is such right. a way to look at life with beginner eyes. I, I see it as the deck gets shuffled. The kids leave the house and then all of a sudden it's a new environment. It's a new routine, new faces, new tasks uh, or, or eliminating some tasks. And when you, when the deck gets shuffled, things must shift. And that's what you're talking about. Those mm. shift that everybody is experiencing. And we hope that we can bring more comfort during that process of shifting from being a full-time parent, taking care of your children, worry about everything, worry about all their little needs that they are required, uh, whether they are going to soccer, whether they're going to uh, violin classes, whether they are uh, driving them to the prom, whatever it is that you've done as a parent, now it's all different. It's all change. And now you are with your partner or by yourself, hopefully with your partner. But even if by yourself, your life has changed. I, I love that you said that we hope that you'll find comfort because transitions, which is a shift, 
also sometimes for for many of us hold being um, in that sandwich generation, like having elders and having parents that now we're caring for, and and the comfort of of knowing that we're showing up as fully as we are able is also a comfort. And sometimes it's something that takes us back from the ability to really completely spread our wings when we need to care for parents. And we have a couple of episodes on grief. And I think it's important. Like I remember when we first started doing grief, that topic was like, Oh no, that could be a downer. But I believe that grief opens up love. So grief opens up our ability to feel life more. So it's almost like that same binary not, that we want to integrate that when there's more joy, when there's more sadness, sometimes we can also find more joy because we appreciate everything differently. I almost forgot to let the audience know and inform them that we are going into a bi-monthly schedule with our podcast of The Open Nesters. Yeah, we'll do at least one interview, maybe two every month. Or we'll be doing more of our discussions, our open discussions that people have yeah. requested of us as different topics emerge. And if there are topics that are interesting to you that you'd like to hear us discuss or that you'd like to even send a little note or, or audio, which we always like audio because that's what we're here on, you'd like to send it to me at tessa at theopennesters.com. Please, you know, we, I'd love that direct communication from you. Absolutely. I want to thank you all to bring us here to season four. The statistics said that most podcasts fail after episode number 26. And here we are five and six times beyond that. So thank you very much for bringing us to season four. And we look forward to uh, talking to you, discussing with you and bringing you our experiences. And if you haven't subscribed yet on your favorite podcast platform, please do share with your friends. And, and yes, thank you. We, we love growing the community. We'd love to have more of you on social media as well. If you can find us there and love to hear your message of what's important to you in Act 3. As a reminder, our website is theopenesters.com, double end, the middle, S at the end. And please join us in Season 4. Till next time, this is Tessa. And this is Amir. And we'll see you on the next episode. Ciao. You have been listening to the Open Nesters Podcast, a production of Kiwi Publishing and Media. Executive producer, Tessa Crone. Music by Yoni Avi Patat. Audio engineering by Lucid Sound. Web design and blogs, PJ Ewing. This podcast is available on all podcast platforms. To learn more about each episode and guest, please visit us at theopennesters.com. For questions or to be a guest on our podcast, email tessa at theopennesters.com.